Good day and welcome back to Let's Talk. Today we're going to continue on that message Pastor Webster spoke on Father's Day this year. And in this second portion, the second segment, we're going to continue with the point number four, which says, Daddy, why are you not there for me? Pastor Collins, as I listen to that question coming from that child or a child, the child is telling its father that you are not there. The father may believe he is there, but the child is saying, you are not there for me. Our children may not be all we expect them to be. And sometimes our expectation is different to that which the child can accomplish. One may expect the child to be perfect. And in all honesty, the one who is expecting the child to be perfect is not perfect. And because the child is not producing the way that the parent want the child to produce, sometimes the parent feels like you're too hard. You don't listen. I'm telling you these things and you're not listening. But the child is listening very well because the child is trying to say, I just want you to be there for me. Just help me along the way. I want you to be there for me. Our children may not be all we expect them to be. And that sometimes pose a problem for kids where we expect our children to be fully matured, especially spiritually in which they are not. And one of the things that we must stop and think is that it took us a while for us to be at the level of maturity that we are at. And we have made our mistakes they may not have been publicized like some mistakes today, but we have made our mistakes. One of the things I often do, especially when it comes to taking the Lord's Supper, and that time comes where we must examine ourselves, the thought always comes to my mind, who will I examine myself by? I could examine myself by you, Pastor Collins, and I may look good. I may examine myself by someone else, and I may look good. Sometimes we find people that are struggling more than us for us to examine ourselves by and surely make us look good. But when we examine ourselves by our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, we surely find ourselves coming short at many times. So our children, they are saying, where are you? Why are you not there for me? And I'm saying that our children may not be all we expect them to be. You're, you're absolutely correct. And I've heard of instances where, as I say, parents live vicariously through their children where they didn't get to do this, whatever this is, maybe be a doctor or, or be valedictorian or be the star on the basketball team. And because they didn't get to do it, they have a child now that may show some sort of interest in that area. They want to continue living that dream that they didn't get to achieve through their children, forcing them to be what sometimes that child doesn't really want to be. And I've, I've often told my children, do your best. So sometimes they would give me a report of result from a test, and I would ask them, did you do your best? And the thing is, I keep telling them, if you score 99 and you didn't do your best, 
If you didn't score so high and didn't do your best, you could score low. And if you did your best, it's okay. And if you score high and you didn't do your best, then it's not okay. Correct. The point is just always do your best. Because we don't want them with the fear that, oh, I didn't pass this test, I'm going to get crucified when I arrive home. No, if you did your best and your best says that this subject ain't for you, <laughs> pay attention to that. But correct. always do your best. That's what I try to instill in them. And you're absolutely correct because... Um, children don't come with instructions, and we need to find an idea of what this child is about, what they prefer, what they seem gifted at, what direction they're leaning towards and support that. We need to get that out of them, and you're absolutely correct in that area. One of the things I keep saying all the time, just like what you shared with us, when it comes to God and man, you may do something much better than me. I may not have done the thing as good as you did it, but I did my best. You did it better than me, but mm -hmm. you could have even done it better still. So it means that you did not do your best. So when God grades, guess who gets the A? Yeah, the one who did their best. Exactly. Yeah. And that's one of the things that we need to understand as parents. Just help the children to do their best. Yes, our that's children right. may not be all we expect them to be, such as Cain and his brother Abel. They may have let us down and brought us shame. Our children, not because you may have everything in line now, and I trust that it will never get out of line, means that you will have everything in line all the time. This flesh that we are robed in is something that we cannot trust. You never know what can happen. So our children may be doing their best now. And many times I've our children say, you know why I am now doing this? Because I didn't have a chance earlier on when I was under my parents to experience mm -hmm. this or to do this. And it, of course, we were just trying to protect them from the dangers that they would come up with. But none of us have any control about that. Yes, sometimes they let us down and embrace the shame. If all the truth were told, many of us who may have things right now may not have had it right in the past. But God still loves us and He forgives us and keeps us as His children. We can love and forgive our children also. Mm -hmm. A father should never turn his back on his children. Whether 18 and under, are 18 and over. He should never turn on his children. When you give up on your children, then you are turning them over to somebody else. And many times that is Satan. Here's what I would advise parents. You should not be worrying yourself to death about something a child may have done or something a child is doing. The Bible says, Casting all your cares upon me, him, mm -hmm. God, because he cared for you. <clears throat> there are times when as parents, we take it to God and let God know, not that he doesn't know, that we cannot handle this. And the only person that can handle it is God himself. But be there for your child. And yeah. one of the things when we are praying, we should be mindful of is that when our children walk away, we should be talking to God and asking God to be merciful to them 
in regards to the scars that they will come back with. Yeah. If your children know that you love them, even when they're doing bad, they will feel bad about it. And one right. day they will come back home. Don't turn your back on your kids. If you turn your back on your kids, if you choke your daughter because she's seen this young man, then you're throwing her out to go live with that young man and to do worse. Be there for your children. Encourage them. Yes, I know when it's wrong, you need to stand up and say, this is wrong. I am not going to tolerate this. And put some restrictions that they would have to live by. Sometimes you may have to take away some of the privileges. But always love your child. Why? Jesus Christ is our example. And I have done wrong many times. And the truth of the matter is, all of us have done wrong. But he over and over again forgives us and brings us home to be with him. You made a very good point there towards the end of that sentence. Because uh, at times I would look at uh, my children and, and just consider, when I was that age, what state was I in? What was I doing? What was I considering? So I can't be too harsh on them because many times I wasn't much better. In some instances, they further along in life. Correct. And that age that I was at that age, so I need to be considerate. And listening to you, I am also reminded of the father of the prodigal son. And the prodigal son came back. I believe one of the reasons he came back, of course he came to his senses, but he also remembered or thought of, if I go back home, my father would accept me. Correct. And in his mind, he thought, at least I could be a slave. Yeah. So he, he had no thought that his father would not accept it. He'll get some place to live in there, at least as a slave. And we need to be willing to, to have those open arms if they go away and come back. And they need to know that they are welcome back. Not that that bridge is burned. They're never going to try going back there. They need to know that as well. So you're absolutely right. We need to consider them. We need to be gracious as well. Now, God is gracious with us. If God could forgive us and have such patience with us, why can't we have patience with others? If God could forgive me for all I've done, why can't I forgive my children as well? Yeah? So I agree with you concerning that. As a pastor, I find it easy for the pastor to be always out there reaching out to other people's children and trying to bring them back and encouraging them to do right. But that very same pastor has to be careful that what he does for others, he will do for his own children. Because sometimes yeah. children think that you put the church above them, or you prefer the members of the church more than them as your children. Uh, Pastor Collins, you remember what in regards to that we should not turn our backs on our children? You remember what Hebrews 13 5 says, ain't true? In regards yes. to. Could you recite that for us? Sure. Hebrews 13 5 says, Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he had said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Wow. When you used that. Last sentence there, my heart was full to the extent where I thought of who is saying those words. Those words is coming from our Lord himself. And he said, he might never leave you. He said, I will never leave you. And I will never forsake you. Now, this is the 
father that we must take an example from. This is that father mm -hmm. that we must take our example from. And he's saying, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I can say today that this world is filled with too many children who are asking, Daddy, where mm -hmm. are you? Mm -hmm. Daddy, why are you not there for us? Now, I am sure that there may be many fathers that are listening to us today who may not have lived up to what is required of them with their children. I am sure that there may be those today who don't have that relationship with that child or that child doesn't have that relationship with the father. I am sure that over these weeks and months, maybe God has been speaking to both the child and the father. I am mm -hmm. sure that right now that God is speaking to the father in regards to that relationship with his child. She's out there or he's out there. You know, what should be done? This would be a good time for the father to stop, first of all, and let these words speak to him. Because the truth of the matter is, none of us can say we were perfect along the way, on the way. We all yeah. made mistakes. and We did things and said things that if we were to do it over, we will not do it our sake. Mm -hmm. but, but this would be a good time for any such father to stop and to say, you know what? Yes, my child have done me wrong. I have done God wrong. But he has forgiven me every time. And he has given me this promise that, son, I, I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. Yes, there are times when he chastens us for what we have done wrong. But as a father, you know, it will be good to just pick up that telephone and call that child. Or jump in that car and go look for that child. Or, uh, as a child, just, just walk home and go look for your daddy and say, I'm wrong. And daddy, if your child comes home and say, daddy, I love you, I am wrong, please accept that child. And one of the things that we have to practice telling our children all the time is that I love you. Because if they do not hear it from us and they hear it from somebody else, hey, mm -hmm. that's going to cause trouble. So fathers, God has given us this awesome responsibility, and that is to be there for our children. As it is said, every day is another opportunity for a new beginning. And the Apostle Paul even mentioned in part of the scripture, he said, forgetting those things which were behind. If those things behind you can't help you, let's decide today it's going to be a new day. I'm going to try something different. Let's give this a shot. And you got an opportunity to wrong the rights or at least fix the future. So indeed, fathers, like Pastor Webster said, if um, things not going good with your child or your children, you do your part from now on. Make it right. And children, if you haven't been doing right concerning your parents, make it right today. So at least from now on, you can try to make it to be what it should be. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Let's Talk. And if you have enjoyed it, don't forget to like this video, give it a thumbs up, share it with your friends, your family, your colleagues, and people you acquaint yourself with. Let them know. If the message was good for you, it certainly would be good for others as well.